Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time, kick things off, we'll rip into a better beer, jog in a can, win the tin. Cheers, and, boys. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, Blue mate. Bluetooth you Blue over there, bro. mate. We'll get into these shots so we can get rid of this as yeah, well. Yeah, What are we shotting? Uh, Danny Grant sent us a new flavour. What is it? Cola. Sour cola. So we'll yeah, break the nerves it. down and introduce our guest for today. Oh, it's That's like those um, Coke bottle lollies. Stop it. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah, today's guest, excavations business owner and operator, everyday battler, Mitch Bartlett. How Help. you going, brother? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thanks for making the trip, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. Where's home? Where'd you come from? Uh, home for us now is in Harvey Bay. Yep. Moved up there um, 15 months ago. Yep. Yep. Originally from Victoria. Yep. Um, Mexico. Yep. That's the guy. We um, <clears throat> moved up about a year into COVID, mm. had enough, wanted to move to warmer weather and get the fuck out of Victoria, really. Yeah. yeah. And um, made the move to Gold Coast for a year, and then um, we loved it there, and then thought we'd go a little bit higher and moved to Harvey Bay. Good weather for you, mate. Do you, is that what you enjoy most about it, you reckon? Love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The old term of Harvey Bay for us up here is you go there to retire. Yeah, newly. But you've wed. gone there to start another business. Yeah, basically, yeah. Or extend it on. Newly weds and nearly deads, I think everyone tells us. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's changing a bit now. Yeah. But, uh, it's getting pretty pretty popular. Popular. Yeah. Yeah, right. And having Fraser on your back doorstep. It's sick, yeah. That's yeah. prime. Do you get out on the water a fair bit, bro? All the time, yeah. yeah we lo- nice. Love it. Do a bit of fishing up there and uh 
man, just drinking, sunbaking, go to Pelican Banks. It's it's awesome. Yeah, fucking oath. Is that one of your first sort of investments that you made when you moved, like a boat and shit like that, or was, did you have one already? Well, yeah, always had boats, yeah. yeah. Mostly wake boats in Victoria and then went to the fishing boats up here. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Cam's been riding into your wake boats or sort of growing up. That's mate, a big dream. Own one of them, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Money pits, but good. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as long as you're having fun in them, eh? Oh, we love it. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Mate, what do you do for a cross? Like we said before, excavations business. But, yeah. like, have you always been into that, bro? Or what were you doing down south and that? Pretty much, yeah. Left school when I was uh, 17. Yep. School wasn't for me. It sucked. And I said to... Uh, I waited till my mum went overseas, actually, with my sister to meet my brother. And uh, I said, Dad, school sucks. Yep. I went out. And he goes, well, get a job, mate. I went, righto. So he went to work and he come home and goes what the fuck's wrong with your head, mate? You've shaved it. And I said, yeah, of course I did. I joined the army, mate. Yeah, right. He's like, yeah, right. So I joined the army reserves. I got a job with a landscape mob with a, uh, they had machines and started yeah. uh, started running their machines and getting used to it and loved it. Yeah, sweet. Was that like growing up, was your old boy into that sort of stuff as well? So you were into machines or what was the sort of... Not at all, no. I yeah, think it right. was just most boys love that sort of stuff growing up and yeah. I never really grew up, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's funny, man, how you say that. Like, I've never been a huge one on, like, machines or cars and that, even though I was operating them for a while. But my young fella, he's like four now, bro, and he just fucking loves them, mate. Monster trucks and yeah. fucking diggers and shit, excavators. He can name every machine, and I'm going, where the fuck did that come from? But it just must be a little boy thing, eh? Oh, for sure. I love it, like... Multiple times a week, you'll turn around on the fence, and there'll just be kids like standing, holding on to the wire fence, like looking at you doing work. And yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah they love it, man. Yeah, 100%. How are you finding business like where you are? Uh, now? I found it hard to get into it at first. I had a dozer when I first got up here, and um, yeah, I found it pretty clicky. Everyone sort of knew each other and used the same guys, I think. And I was getting a lot of bum steers from local guys too with what I should be charging and just trying to stitch me up a bit, I think. But I just yeah, ran my own race and mm. it's getting busy and good now. When you when you um, finished the army, what made you want to go grab your first digger and stuff like that? Like a bit of a backstory to how you actually got into the business yeah, back so down there. I actually didn't even make it to the army. The day before my basic training, I was um, at the local motocross track riding and I separated my shoulder and oh, couldn't right. couldn't go. So that uh, put a stop to that. I um, I went overseas for a couple of years, lived in Sweden and uh, met a chick over there and we followed her there and... That was a bit of fun and then um, broke up with her and I was in Stockholm Airport and I called a mate who was in America and I said, um, what's going on? He goes, nothing, come over. I'm like, fuck it. So I changed my ticket to go home and went to America for a couple of years. Yeah, right. And, um, Just a couple, couple of years. years. <laughs> yeah. Went over there for a couple of years and uh, we t- that was awesome. We toured around with all the motocross, the AMA motocross, supercross. Um, fuck yeah. That was fucking awesome. And um, wild. Yeah. So met a heap of cool people and did a heap of riding over there and then... Um, 2003 had a I was racing had a huge crash snapped my neck got Fuck. um got life flighted to hospital got operated on and come home paralyzed my, my right arm wouldn't work and I was I was pretty fucked really and, yeah and um I'm like fuck I can't really do much I'm like fuck it I'll buy a machine so I got mum and dad to go sort of guarantor yeah bought a little one tonner and a bobcat and um yeah started working yeah right and like with your arm man did they say to you like this is a um, well, is it all good now or have you it's, still got the... Yeah, so when I first got back from America, I had my neck fused, uh, broke my sternum, my right arm was just like flopping around, hanging there. I could, I could move my hand just and so yeah. I had to do like follow-up at, um, at the Alfred Hospital and as soon as I went in there, the guy's like, he's like, oh, the nurse is like, oh, you're lucky you got the best guy today. He's 
here, whatever, bloody, whatever. So it went in there <clears throat> and he goes, we're going to have to fuse your shoulder. Like, just done, like lock it. Yeah, Never right. going to get better. I said, fucking see you, mate. No way. Walked out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, yeah, I reckon within three months I was riding bikes again, doing doing normal stuff, wakeboarding. Yeah. I went to work with a mate who was a renderer for um, a couple of months and just, like, just trailing material on. It was like therapy, I guess, like. Yeah, like physio. What do you call it? Physio. physio, physio pretty much yeah. for the injury. <clears throat> and um, yeah, now you probably wouldn't know. I, I can't like I can't lift a jerry can like up like oops up like that. Like, yep. I, I got no strength that way. But apart from that, I can do everything. Yeah. So that's the old school way. Hey, the only way to fix is let's just fuse it. Or what's the word? Uh, yeah, they want to fuse it. Yeah. How many motorbike riders with their wrists? They're yep. just going straight up. Let's just lock her in. Yeah. Fuck, mate. Imagine if we did that. I'd be like trapped in a fused arm now. Like it's good. It's working again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be fucked. So you're lucky I didn't do it. So, mate, four years pretty much overseas, was it for you? Yep, I did. Um, uh, yeah, pretty much. Did How old were you? I left when I was 20, 20. Yep. Went over to Sweden. Did 2021, 20, come home. Oh, sorry, went to America, 22, 23. Yeah. Come home halfway through 23, busted up. And then uh, my wife and I actually went back to America for 2006, did another season over there. Yeah. Driving around and it was good. Because, mate, I remember like when, when we went to Canada and that, like, it was it was a good feeling of freedom, but at the same time, like, I had a repayment, like, mortgage here and stuff and things I had to come back to. Had a fair bit of coin to go over there with. Did you guys go over with sort of owning nothing back and that freedom to just go and live on what you made, or did you have sort of things back here? Uh, we had a house back here, so we had a mortgage yep. in 2006. Before that, I was just young and free pretty much, yeah. But uh, 06, we uh, we had some renters in to look after the rent, yep. like the mortgage. Yep. Went over there for the year and, yeah, just loved it. Yeah, it sweet, good. man. And you chew through some, through some money, but it's, oh, but, yeah, fuck, it's priceless. The memories you do. But the like, growth you make travelling as well, oh, too, awesome. yeah, I reckon just sets you up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so many mates over there now. Like, other mates go, I'm like, call this guy, catch up. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They take you in. Like, everyone looks after each other. It's sick. Sure. Yeah. What are some of your highlights, you reckon? From being over there, or favourite places you've been to? Probably not the neck break. Not, I mean, nah. so, yeah. Um, I loved America. I loved it all. Loved the food. Loved the countryside. Like fucking awesome. Like you drive, yep. like from LA to Vegas, it's just so different. And then you go to up to Colorado, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Yeah, I loved it all. Um, most memorable thing does yeah some pretty wild parties and <laughs> some good times. Like the yeah. first two years I was there, I was with there with my mate. So we we're living out of a. Um, out of a prime mover, pretty much the Dunlop prime mover. Oh yeah, and um, going to all the races. So most of that stuff was paid for. So we we're just getting to ride all the local tracks, and it's pretty sick. It's like a 21, 22 year old's dream, really. Yeah. yeah. Are you on a visa, I think, or just running the gauntlet? No, on running the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. We're getting. Well, actually, I don't know how it works because we had an American bank account, but we weren't paying any tax. So. Yeah. 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 Good shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's the case. Yeah. So when you come back, man, like, did you have someone that you sort of could lean on to help you get into the industry, like find the digger and stuff like that, and then work from that point on and build your business? Not really, no. I sort of, I guess I'd already been running a bit of equipment back here, so I was sort of used to it and just knew, yeah, I just took the dive really and said, I'll get some tight access stuff. So I bought a little one-tonner while yep. it was good and just a little bobby and I was towing it behind my Hilux and then sort of progressed, got a, got a small truck and then... Just kept growing that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And did you? How many years did you have under the belt of actual operating when you when you dove into that? Like, was it a pretty pretty daunting thing for you, sort of getting that machine, and then the pressures on you to perform well? Like, mm, not yes and no. Like, I I did probably three years, seventeen to twenty, I reckon, operating yeah, cool. machines. So I was pretty yeah, confident cool. by then, and um, yeah, took 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 the dive. Yeah, yeah. So 
before you left Victoria, you had Action Action Dirtworks. Uh, yep. Action Dirtworks. Yep. And then you sold that business before you migrated up here. Yeah, that wasn't the plan. We were I, um, when we decided to come up to, to Queensland. I was ready to haul it all up here. I had a place to store it, and yep. it, it was all come with me. And then a builder I did a bit of work for um, said, "What do you want for the business?" Like he come around to buy some posts or something. I was selling. Like when we were doing a clean out, and he's like, "How much for the business?" I'm like, "No, it's not for sale. I'm taking." He's like, "Well, everything's for sale." I went, "Fuck it, have it." Yeah. So it was good. Bought me a year off, and yeah, um, righto. Moved to the Goldie. Had pretty much a year off, and. Um, yeah, just fished and was a menace, drank. Neighbours hated me because I just wanted to party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But um, no, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask, did you do any operating or anything in Gold Coast? But yeah, literally lot, just had nah. the year, year off. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Oh, we started a motorbike track, but it uh, it went to shit. But um, so you did about six months with that. Yeah, I like build uh, it and everything. Track track yeah. works. Um, yeah, we we started, me and two other mates started Motoland. Motor, uh, yeah, 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 right. Motorbike ride park. But um, yeah, we got shut down pretty quick, the council. We got... Sort of stitched up a bit and yeah, well, like noise complaints sort of shit or just noise not... dust. Just it's. I think it's one of those things where like if they want to shut something down, it'll 100%. just be fucking. They'll just find a bit like that up. Archerfield Drift Park that um just closed up after how many years that Luke Fink was running. Yeah, it's pretty sad when everyone's just going to go back to the street playing up in cars and stuff like that. Yeah, we were never going to win. Like they're like you need to meet these restrictions, so we started meeting them. Then like okay, well now if they move the poles, now you got to meet these restrictions. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll put big wall, like dirt walls in to stop the noise. If we do that, will that sort like, are you happy with that? Well, no, we'll move something else. It's like, fuck. Well, I think it's one of those things too. They just keep putting little things in place and then you might be able to beat that, but it'll probably cost you a certain amount of court fees and that, and then they'll do something else. So it's oh, like, yeah, you, make it hard, eh? You are, you're throwing good money <laughs> after bad nearly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So yeah. what was the next move after that? Is that the sort of just before you moved from the Goldie? Um, like that, um, when that all happened? Yeah, so we moved to Goldie, we were there for a year. And then um, basically the house prices really skyrocketed. Yeah. And I said to my wife, we'd be silly not to sell up. Yeah. We, we like going to warmer weather, so let's go a little bit more north. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so we, we cashed in and got some good money for the house. Bought a block up in Airlie. Yeah, and, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, basically my daughter and I jumped in the caravan I said, kiss the wife and other daughter goodbye. And we, we took like a two-week trip just up the coast. Pretty much stopped in every town. Yeah, nice. Um, heading up that way. Got to Airlie. I was like, this is us. This did you skip Glasgow, mate? I actually did skip to Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I went to Emu something. Emu you? Park. Yeah. yeah. Near Poon. Yeah, oh, it's a bit high, yeah. Yeah. Um, you went to Harvey Bay. Thought it was a bit boring. Kept going. And I'm like, let's go a bit higher. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we... Got to Ely, I was like, fuck yeah, this joint is sick. It is sick, eh? I'll probably be divorced within 12 months, but this joint's <laughs> sick. It is yeah. good. And uh, we bought a sick joint up there, 10 acres, big lake on it. Oh, nice. Going to build a house. Like, it's like 400 grand for a... It's awesome. Good value. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we got a builder engaged to do that. They did a, some uh, soil tests and the joint was fucked. It was like swamplands. Can't, oh, right. can't build on it. So we pulled the contract on that, got out of that, and then, um, yeah, decided on Harvey Bay. Yeah, what made you pick Harvey Bay after that? Uh, my daughter had a best friend that was going to move there one day, and it's true. So he just went fucking right, eh? Yeah, I mean, we, we liked it. It was nice there. It was a bit boring and flat, I thought, but it had ticked all the boxes with Fraser and good fishing and good weather, and and you're pretty close to the coast. Yep, it's yeah. only a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not even like. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right at Harvey Bay. Fuck, oh, fuck we're on the yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of hours of fucking walk crawl. Yeah, maybe to maybe. the coast. Yeah, stumbling home from the nightclub. But don't say Gimby's the coast either, but... Oh, no, fuck Gimby. There we go. Oh, I live on the sunny coast. No, you're from Gimby. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, 
just a lifestyle change too. Like, fuck, a house was a million dollars cheaper in Harvey Bay than Goldie. I know there's a big difference from a small town, big town, but yeah, mm. for us it was good. We're Mate, that, that's what blows me away, to be honest with you. Like, the value of what you can sort of get here. I know, you know, people like living in cities and that, but fucking hell, what you can get for that price is crazy, isn't it? It was literally a million bucks cheaper to buy here and we're, water, uh, we're on the street of the water. We've now since moved to Waterfront, which is beautiful, but... yeah. We paid for it though, like yeah, we had to borrow some money for that one. But yeah, yeah. It's worth it, like it's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, so easy. Um, and yeah, it's nice not having any traffic like the Goldie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And mate, is it, is it you, just you, who's working and operating or have you got blokes working for you as well? Just myself. Over the yep. years, I've had probably half a dozen employees. Yeah. And it's good and bad, like, I, yeah. I'm real anal with the finish of my work and I just, I don't know, I can't trust others to do the, yeah. to, to care as much as me. yeah. Like I just, I don't scratch the machines. I just really care about stuff and I want the end product to be perfect. Yeah. And uh, I find I just, yeah, when I've had guys before, not that they haven't done a good job, but I'm just, yeah, that's my name and I just want to work to that. I look at your truck with the wrap on it and go, oh, fuck me. I'm glad I'm not loading that thing and scratch it. Yeah, I I saw that too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So what sort of machines have you got now, mate? Like where you're at? Yep. So I sold my dozer, um, went back to an excavator. So I got a seven ton excavator truck trailer and i just bought a new uh track loader posse oh yeah so yeah just um the john deere mate yes hopefully it's not an oh dear yeah well i hear they're really good oh yeah I've, well, I've never sat in one but they reckon they're awesome i've got a few mates in melbourne with them and love them and yeah, yeah so i think it's gonna be a good thing well, america loves them yeah bloody oath i actually followed you before you got onto us or whatever back in the day and go gee this bloke's got some toys yeah yeah buggies fucking boats and stuff like that yeah. but your cooking game, mate, you don't mind a bit of smoking and having a bit of a crack? Mad for it, yeah. What do you reckon your favourite fucking thing is to cook? So, my Even favorite... though that's one of our guest questions, but I want to get onto it now. I know, I had that one ready for the guest questions. <laughs> uh, briskets, for sure. Yep. Yeah? Yeah, I'm a slut for a brisket. Like they do a What's your technique, poor. mate? Yeah, just oh, just the old... Uh, so, a good mate of mine, Troy, back home, my neighbour, he um, he was right into it and got me into it. And, um, yeah, fuck, went and bought a tomato, Joe... Yep. And, um, yeah, just oh, it's, fuck, it's just a good drinking exercise. Acc- what activity. is that? Is that a um, a wood-fired one or is that a charcoal? Ga- charcoal, yeah, 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 prime. yeah. It's yeah. so like the big green egg, like Kamado Joe ceramic thing, yeah. yeah. So that's the proper, like, fucking way of doing it too. Like, I think so. Like, as in, well, you can do it all types of ways, but, I mean, ultimately lighting a fire and smoking meat with wood, like, that's the fucking, you know. Yeah. Feel it. Feel it's, like um, a bit of primal shit. It is. It's <laughs> sick. Oh, yeah. Nothing better. I love just trying to get it extra smoky so the neighbours are fucking jealous and yeah, yeah. smelling it. I mean, it always takes leftovers to the neighbours anyway, but yeah, yeah, I love it. Did it just, take you a bit of time to fucking get used to it sort of thing? Dude, like, I, I nailed my first one. Yeah. And I don't reckon I've ever done one as good since. That's yeah. the exact same as me. Yeah. Or you might have just been blind probably, when you ate it. Every time. Oh, and that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, eight hours later. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what someone said to me the other day. They're like, man, I did this thing once and I just don't remember... What I did, but fuck, it was good. And I'm like, well, that probably means you were really drunk, bro. Fuck and yeah. it probably was all right, but, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably. That was like the second last one I did. I left it in the Yeti overnight, forgot about it, drunk, passed out. And that was the most <laughs> tender fucking yep. brisket I've ever had. I reckon the brisket's better heated up the next day. You reckon? Like, yeah, it's just nuke it in the microwave. It's like it renders all the fats down. And Well, it was, yeah. Cam was talking a while ago about making, like, pies with, like, the leftover brisket and that Absolutely. so i bought him a pie maker for his birthday and i'm still waiting for him to fucking do it <laughs> Neither. the other day but yeah <laughs> yeah it was only last week <laughs> yeah, but yeah we'll week. get on to it briskets yeah. are good we love doing like jalapeno poppers 
Oh yeah, yep. yeah, awesome. Um, and yeah, love a good steak, like a good scotchy. Those things are sick. Mm. Yeah, they are yeah. good. Yeah, can't really beat steak. I reckon I. I, I heard you it. talking the other day about like when you get like a nine plus marble and it's just like too rich. Too rich. Yeah. Like maybe one bite and your mouth's still hurting. But oh, like yeah. that was that's why I wanted to show the boys that I was bought at twelve B plus at yeah. Moo Moo's the other day, and I'm yeah. going. It's pretty much just fat and butter. You can yeah. have like a bit that big and that's it. But A5 is just perfect, I reckon. The 5 plus, mate, is my, yeah, Scotchy yeah. is my, yeah. you don't pay too much. They're like People might think it's too much, but like 70 bucks a kilo is pretty standard for like a good 5 plus. Yeah, right. But I'd rather pay, it works out to about 20 bucks a steak, but mate, I'd rather pay that and have that once or twice a week or yeah. whatever and then have shit ones. Because we, yeah, we tried that and like, like Cam said, it was more a thing where I wanted to know what the fucking like, what the primo was, what you were looking at. And I was just fucking insane, you know, like biting into it. It was literally like the fat off the steak and the whole slab of it, but it was it yeah, was no, it's too much. I want to see what the fucking animal looks like that that come off. Yeah, you know, like how the fuck is it standing, <laughs> grain fed that much marble, just held up, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just propped up in a fucking cage or something. But I, yeah, it was insane. I think they massage them and everything, don't they? Like a bit yeah, of a, I think there's a bit of a thing to the old wagyu. A couple little Thai blokes there, just fucking just Japanese, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> no, I don't know where they're fucking getting held up. <laughs> I know where he's getting massaged, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate. Your fishing boat. What type of fishing are you actually into? Like, um, like you normally your bottom bash and reef, or you go chase a bit of sports fish. Sport, yeah, game fishing now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just got into it. My mate Macca, who uh, he was traveling in Australia and and pulled into Harvey Bay, and I knew his brother, and uh, we hooked up there and started fishing. Got me into marlin. Yeah, we've been chasing the juvenile blacks. Oh, true. Fuck, awesome. So good. Like, uh, just off the. In the inside of Fraser, there. Yeah. So we're in like two to five meters of water. It's just like crystal clear water. Mm. Fucking beautiful. Fuck, like, that hit hard in that shallow water. So good, dude. Yeah. And you spot them too. So you'll be just trawling, like pulling the, pulling the skirts, and you'll just see one over there, and you'll flick like a stick bait at it or something, and they'll turn and come over and smack it. And it's sick. Like you're on real like gear, and it's good fun. Then you, you literally jump out and you can hold them, stand up in the water holding them. And that's awesome, that. eh? Awesome. And you're getting a lot of fish too. Like November, December, when they're on, like you're getting. 10 fish a day. Yeah? Yeah. That's sick. What's the biggest one you've got? I haven't got any big ones. All small though. I think the biggest one we got last season was like a 40 kilo. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and but they get fucking huge, don't they? Yeah, I think the big ones go 500 kilos. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Is that like a goal later on, you reckon? Definitely. Get... Yeah, we're going to chase them. Like, if we go to the other side of Breaksea, the top of Sandy Cape there at Fraser, there's some good sail grounds out there with big marlin. Yeah, yeah that's sick, man. Blacks and blues and shit. And what's the what's the process of trying to catch them sort of thing? Have you got the what is it, a skirt that yeah, like stirs up the water sort of thing to attract them? Yeah, it's got the teasers out the back, a couple yep. of teasers out the back, and they sort of just patter across the water. Mm. And then um yeah, run a spread of normally five lures, four or five lures. Yes, yeah, out the back like skirts. Yep. Yeah. And um pretty much get out there at the crack of dawn, start cracking cracking a few tins and That's sick. Just troll, it's pretty good, yeah. You use no fuel, you just cruising along, drink piss and Yep. What boat do you got? Is that an American build? Yeah, it's called a uh, Sea Swell Striper, 26-foot striper. Yeah, nice. Yeah, A couple of twin 250s on the back, so she hoots. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's I, fucking awesome. I don't want to yeah. pick up your fuel, Bill. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's Not too bad? It's, it depends. Uh, on the way home, when you fucking had a couple of cans and you got a wide open. like she does fuel and dirt working, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is that <laughs> a ride-off, right off, mate? Yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> but she, yeah, she nearly sits on 100 clicks, so it gets hooting, but yeah, mm. you're letting her reach. She's drinking 130 litres an hour or something doing that. But, yeah. Fuck. But when you're cruising out 65k an hour, it's nearly one-to-one. -one. Like, it's 
not much different to a small boat. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. No, that's good, eh? What's when you're saying the pound line thing, just out of interest, what pound line are you using for the for the mulling and that? Uh, on that small stuff like sixteen kilo. Yeah, right. Not, eh? not real big. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they're all even smaller. They're like a couple of little eight thousand reels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like egg beaters and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, sweet, man. Does the dive an interest you at all? Uh, I would love to do it, but I'm shit scared of sharks. Yeah. Yep. Hey, man, my brother. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. man. No. Especially out there, like... And Fraser's pretty renowned for a um, couple of big ones off there. We've done a bit of bottom, uh, bottom, bottom bashing out, the, out there, and the second you turn those motors off, there's sharks circling you. Like, they yeah. know, fuck, there's no way I could do it, I reckon. I'd love to snorkel around there and have a look, but... So these... your biggest interest is to cruise around, like doing a bit of trawling, like moving instead of just parking up and just dropping down and I don't mind doing or... that too, but yeah. the, normally if you go outside, the currents are pretty bad, so they pull you mm. along and it's hard work. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's good fun. They still yeah, got that sure. taxidermied um, shark in the museum down there at Harvey Bay, or is it, or is it a jaw? Uh, I thought it was some renowned story. There is. Someone, some I white... haven't seen that yet. Someone told me about that. There's like a shark thing there, but that's not in the aquarium. It's in another spot. But yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it as a kid. I think it is still there. Yeah, yeah. It must have been. There's been some good ones off of fucking um, Fraser. Yeah. Well, they, do they do any like you know down here at Tannum? They have like the drums, the shark drums, and shit like yeah. that. Do they have a similar thing out there? I haven't heard of it. Nah, mm. but. We've seen some big bangers. Like, even when we're cruising back in, like, because you're in the water's crystal clear and yeah. you just see some monsters. Just... Well, like tigers and that sort of thing, or yeah, wild sharks just, and shit. Just cruising, yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. Especially, like, we're swimming there, too. And I, I don't go any, any more than two metres of water, or even a metre of water, I don't want to swim in because it's so. Yeah. yeah. It's so hairy, yeah. And they follow the whales up as well, the whites. The bloody oath. I think they, um, I think the killer whales, too. They don't, they don't really talk about it because it's such a touristy thing in Harvey Bay. But I think on the other side of Breaksea, I think there's some killer whales just smoking the humpbacks, like. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, mauling them out there. Fucking hell. Probably yeah. that than the Japanese. Yeah. Harpooning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're hanging around there. Harpooning no, no. Yeah. A lot of whales out there too. Like we were out there, we tagged a little black last uh, last week, what was good, because it's yep. pretty rare in winter. And um, I reckon we saw 30 whales with all the babies. Like it's sick. That is awesome, they're mate. massive. Because isn't it, a, that's a massive tourist, that's the biggest tourist thing yep. there, isn't it? Yeah. Is yeah. whale watching. I, I think I read it's the only... Bay or only place in the world that um, whales come and play. Wow. They come into the bay, platypus bay there, and, and just yeah, play around and swim in the shallows. So what, you just see them all the time, mate. Like you can just go out there and just. Well, this time of year, yeah. Right wow. now, moving forward, they'll all be in the bay <laughs> for a couple of months. Yeah. That's sick, eh? Like all to have their is it calves? Yep. Are they cool? Yeah, have their calves, calves yep. and then just hang around there till they get a bit bigger. And they're big, dude. Like they must be near twenty meters long. Like they're big, the mums, and then the babies are probably the size of a car. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Like the first time I took my wife out last year, like she's started crying she's like this is beautiful yeah it, like, well, it's it is pretty, isn't it's pretty it? sick yeah, pretty surreal to see them yeah yeah, yeah definitely. and are they all humpbacks yep i believe so yeah yeah fuck yeah man that's sick um so with, with your business now bro like what's your plans now that you're here and sort of settled in and stuff like what's your, what's your plans like moving forward and that mate and i suppose what's what's your business called give it a bit of a fucking plug and yeah new business dirt effects i started up here and yep. um I guess I've sort of more targeted, mostly, I did mostly pools and dams for the last 20 odd years. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sort of trying to, I don't like doing the civil stuff. There's too much paperwork involved in safety, as you guys know in the mines, like the, yeah. the safety stuff is off its head. Carry on. So, yeah, I like to do more of the rural stuff and domestic stuff. So Yeah, nice. Site carts, driveways, uh, small dams, stuff like that. Yeah. Just keep me pretty busy. I know a few blokes up here want, want a dam, mate, so you might have to migrate up here for a little bit. Happy to. 
Come and dig a few dams out. Yeah, there's a few people who want to do the dams up. Definitely if we go in for another dry season, we'll sort of discuss that this morning. Yeah. The cattle prices down and stuff like that. Try yeah. to save what we can. No, I'm mad for a road trip and a couple of nights away, so. Yeah. Let's well, that's it. like even like your place, Cam, having that dam there at the right time of year, just so much fun just to have on the one. Yeah, been out of wakeboard on the dam. It's fucking unreal. Sick, yeah. But mm. you only get it at certain times of year. Hoping we get a good wet season. Fingers crossed. We did that in... in um, Melbourne, our last place in Costello, I dug a dam. It was about, I don't know, it must have been an acre, acre and a half big. Yeah. Stocked it with um, with trout and cod. Yeah, yeah nice. Best thing I ever did, like, a sick. You put the tin in there and cruise around or just cast off the bank. Yeah, in your own backyard. So I good, yeah. So and so used, to, used to feed them pellets. They used to all bust up. And, oh, like, do they? Kids loved it, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. I loved it. Mate, building dams and that, out of interest for me, do you have to layer it? Like, do you test the soil and then go, oh, yeah, it's good to hold water or not? And if it isn't, do you layer it with a certain thing? Like, what do you have to fucking do there? Yeah, you pretty much need to line them with clay. Yeah. Yep. But most of the places you find clay if you keep digging. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So would you come You'll out- dig down and you find clay, then you'll ladder the sides. Exactly, yeah. 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 Do you, know, you don't need a scraper every time, do you? They're just handy building dams. A big scraper? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, not for the stuff I'm doing, yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm doing stuff the size of swimming pools up to probably 30 metres big. Yeah. I, yep. I don't think you'd run a scraper on it and probably less than 100 metres, I would think. Yeah, okay. And some, maybe, yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to have, though. I learned a word from you, mate, a new word, that's probably a renowned word in Mexico, but mm. grouse. grouse. It's not a big word used up here. Yeah. But it is very popular with people we're meeting through this podcast. The old Jarchi pounds grouse into the earth. Yeah, he's Sydney, yeah. Yeah. That's no, a good what, word. A lot of the I just wanted to bring boys. it up with you, mate. It's not a... It's like a grouse world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. Of the old footy boys all use the old grouse. They do, yeah. It's never been in our sort of CQ vocabulary. It hasn't, has it? No. And yeah. we cover a few. Oh, there's a few fucking wild words that we use. But Normally yeah. need an interpreter, but... um. <laughs> yeah, this bloke needed an interpreter in Canada. Yeah, to, to Australians. To Australians. What did he say? Oh, I found that a lot too. Like, you nearly start talking with a bit of a twang just so they can understand you. Not, yeah, yeah. it gets annoying repeating yourself all the time. Yeah, 100%. Mm. But, mate, how do people get onto your, onto your business and that, like, Instagram and stuff like that? Have you got all, yeah. all that sort of stuff, bro? Yeah, i got an uh, Instagram account, Dirt Effects Mitch. Yep. yep. I try and chuck up a couple of stories every day and try and put up, yeah, bits and pieces on that. I love, yep. love doing that and I suppose showing people different things. It'll be good for you, mate. Where you are now and after the whole fucking Weezer period down there, it would have pretty held you up living down in Mexico and fucking trying to operate a business and shit like that, right? We were really lucky. So they had that bullshit thing called the Ring of Steel around the metro area and yeah, we were right. like 2K outside that. So oh, we, yeah. like I could still work, but the guy on the next street couldn't. Like it was Fuck. a fucking joke. Like, yeah. So fucked up. But um, I was lucky enough and I was doing all rural stuff. Then I had a 15-tonner and a dozer and I was doing all damn. So I was pretty much... Didn't affect me much at all. Yeah, I couldn't go in and do the pools and the metro stuff, but that was about it. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't too bad for me, but yeah, for a lot of people, it was fucking terrible. It was a rough period, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh sweet, mate. Looks yeah. like you're fucking going all right there where you are, and uh, we might have to come for a trip and look at some whales and catch some marlin. Absolutely. I reckon I that know. sounds like a fucking great time. Do a brisket. Bloody oath. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fucking good shit. Yeah. Should we? Uh, should we cover the old guest questions? Reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Mate, right. I ever been arrested. Yeah, three times. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, yep. nice. Yep. Any good yarns in that or what? Um, two of them were in America. <laughs> yeah, right, eh? So when we were travelling around with the uh, motocross, supercross, we were staying in the pro pits area, so with all the, the factory uh, teams and the motorhomes, all the riders and stuff, and <clears throat> all the parties were always in the camp and where everyone was staying, like all the people coming camp to watch the races. So 
three of two other Aussies and myself were over there and we were drinking piss in the uh, in the over in the camping area and the got a bit rowdy and people were like spear tackling each other and shit and <laughs> the cops come and they're like oh you gotta fucking settle down we're like yeah yeah my mate comes and tackles me again the cops are like right you fucking through let's go we're like no no we're staying in the pro pits here take us back so they start walking us back and then old mate comes mate thought it was funny he'd fucking do one more tackle puts me in the ground he goes righto dickheads and fucking we got locked up for that yeah yeah so that right. was one of them uh, another time I was working with Dunlop on the road race team too in between the motocross so we we're travelling around we had like about 10 Aussies over there doing it that was sick, and I was driving a like a like an F three fifty, but it was in a van, so we had everyone in the back with rows of seats, and everyone's drinking piss and shit carted on the way home, and um, pulled over for a piss, and then boys start wrestling, fucking right when the cops drive past, they do a U.E. come put the lights on, you know, not even allowed to have a can open over there. Mm. There's fucking bottles falling out of the thing, <laughs> so I got arrested for that. Yeah. And then the third time was down in Geelong in Melbourne. I was out at the nightclub with a mate and um, a huge brawl broke out and um, everyone got kicked out of the nightclub. We were standing at the front, like we were totally innocent in it, but we were watching, like it was good to watch. And then yeah. um, the cop just grabbed me, mate, and fucking goes, right, mate, you're going to, and threw him in the divvy van. I'm like, you fucking had nothing to do with it, mate. You serious? He's like, yeah, mate, fuck off. I'm like, right, hope. So I was, thought it out smart him. I walked around the front of the divvy van and walked back around to the side and opened the divvy van door up to let him out. Oh. Right, oh, dickhead, just get grabbed by the scruff of my neck. You can go too. Yep. <laughs> Fucking lock, locked up for the night. Oh, at least nothing too hectic there, bruss. You were nah. just a bit unlucky all three times. Yeah, very that unlucky. That would have sucked when everyone else was playing up in the back and you are driving the van, but... Oh, yeah. Hadn't had a drink, nothing. <laughs> oh, that would have been rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's dramas. Yeah. Well, there you go. What about uh, favourite alcoholic drink, mate? Ooh. I love the bamboo rum lately. <coughs> Never heard of it. rum. Yeah, unbelievable. Awesome. It's like yeah. that. It tastes like creamy soda. You can, there's a lot, it's smooth as that. You can have a shot of it, no worries. Or with Coke, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, right. I've never heard of it. Is yeah. it a spice or just normal rum? I think just normal. Yeah. yeah yep. but it, it, it's like you drink creamy, creamy soda. It's beautiful. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll and have to check that out. It must out. be real clean. Like you wake up with no hanging, you'll smack a bottle pretty easy. Yeah, right. We might I think to... I'd still manage with a hangover. I'm shocking. Yeah. He has a sniff or something and gets a hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mate, what about any phobias? You got any phobias? Needles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah Absolutely Same. fucking hate them. Like, I'm covered in tattoos, head to toe, and I cannot stand a needle. So, is that like you don't mind that because it's scratching I think so, the surface, yeah. and the, but when it actually goes in. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Cannot oh, get. Well. Uh, getting blood taken. And, um, You'd yeah. be a shit heroin addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's shit good. junkie. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't work. <laughs> what about favourite meal to cook? Obviously, we covered that. Brisket. Yeah, I reckon, yeah briskets or steaks, yeah. yeah. Good steaks. Love it. Fucking oath. Over charcoal. And the uh, last one, mate. Uh, aliens real. Fucking 110%. Yeah, nice. 100%, yeah. yeah. I've been listening to a fair bit of Joe Rogan stuff. Mm. and um, Yeah, he's an he's, alien man, isn't he? <laughs> oh, he's awesome. And uh, <laughs> Bob Lazar, I don't know if you heard that one. It is Awesome, like that's one, the latest one. That oh, no, no, this was pretty old. Is that the it, one oh, he saw who used to fly the UFO? He used to work in uh, I think it's called S4 at uh, Area 51. Yeah, and, and mate, he the shit he tells Bro, you. I think I know which one you're talking he's about. He's got nothing to gain from it, and it's yeah, because awesome. he literally goes oh, like people wanted to get us on, but he didn't want to go and tell anyone because he no. wasn't trying to make anything, he, he was just yeah, literally yeah. saying what he fucking saw. If right? anything, he's lost everything because he lost, I think he lost his house, and everyone thinks he's crazy. And it's some wild stories, but yeah, it's good. You and sort then, of think, is that the one where he um used to go to those people camping and sh like turn the um engines off or something? 
on his plane and shoot right up and they'd get sightings? Or was that a different one? I don't know. I don't think yeah, so. right. I thought the one that Bob Lazar was literally the um, whatever the object come down and there's no way anything's fast enough to take off again. Well, funny you say that. So I was driving, me when I picked my new truck and trailer up from Melbourne, I'm driving back through Dubbo and he's like the clearest sky and I'm driving and I looked up and I saw... My wife thinks I'm fucking crazy. I yeah. saw this so is mine. orange orange <laughs> dot and it come down in the sky about a centimetre and then just went whoo, so far, like completely across the whole way across the sky. Fucking nothing could have moved that quick. And I'm like, fuck off. I just threw a UFO. What? And she, yeah. did you say? Did I was you on say my own. Was, I was on oh, my own. no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She thinks I'm crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. There has to be. Yeah. Surely something. There's got to be something else out there. Yeah. Bloody yeah. No, well, mate, thanks heaps for fucking coming on for a chat. Thanks for the trip up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, like we said before, mate, I definitely think we should fucking come and visit you. Because it uh, sounds like a pretty good time cruising around there fishing and looking at whales and oh, smoking. We'll show, you out, we'll show you out here, the reefs out here. Fucking nice. Yep. Yeah. Keen as. Sweet as, brother. Thanks, mate. Thank, Thank you. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.